episode two of Love and Life. I think that's what we're going to call it. I haven't finalized that yet. I wonder if we're going to have a different name. Yeah. It's like with trying to figure out the name of our baby. And actually, we're going over to my mom's house today to do a gender reveal party. Yeah. If we, if we find out the get gender. the results back. <laughs> kind of rushing it. We have a lot going on right now. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm excited to find out the gender. As you say, it might not be today, though. How's so, it, how's it feel being pregnant? It feels good now that I'm in the second trimester. So first trimester was a lot. I felt really so much nausea, like eight weeks about of what felt like an endless hangover. <laughs> That's my nightmare. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty rough. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I guess, well, now I'm 14 weeks as of today. This is happening fast. Yes, it is. <laughs> and um, Babe, mm. you're growing mm-hmm. a human inside your body. Yeah. Tell me, what's that like? <laughs> it's really magical, actually. Yeah. It's really a miracle, and it feels so beautiful. And I can really feel what's been coming to me lately. I can really feel my transition from maiden to mother. And if people are familiar with that kind of female journey, maiden, mother, crone. Um, so the maiden is the young woman, the mother is obvi- obvious, and then the crone is the wise, wizened older woman. And sometimes in our Western society, we kind of romanticize and um, put on a pedestal the maiden phase of a woman's life. And particularly the crone phase is something we all want to avoid and run away from, whereas all three phases of a woman's life are beautiful and powerful and I feel very ready to step into the mother and I feel myself transitioning and it's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm so excited to witness it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm, I feel really excited about the birth experience now. Um, when we first found out that I was pregnant, um, you know, I did have a little bit of fear and it was just not thought out fear it was just I think the conditioning and the adoption of what we've been led to believe in our western culture and I hadn't really questioned it but I felt some nerves and like oh my goodness what's that going to be like coming up and obviously I decided to start questioning those stories and educate myself and do more reading and yeah I feel really grateful that fairly quickly I've come to a place where I'm just so excited about that experience and it's I'm not going to attach to like how it will look or be or feel, but I am going to visualize and have the intention throughout the rest of this pregnancy that it's going to be a transformative, spiritual and beautiful experience. Yeah. And we'll talk more about, you know, the process and how disconnected our society and culture has become from you know, the ceremony of pregnancy. But let's um, let's catch the listeners up on on where we're at now. Um, we just got down to Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we saw our baby for the first time last week. That was We sure cool. did, before right before we, we left. Mm-hmm. Talk about what that experience is like. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Like, <laughs> it's so funny because I missed my period, found out we were pregnant, all of that. And then, like, you know, I definitely have felt well a lot of shifts in my body but I'm not really showing right now I'm I'm starting to show a little bit but I guess what am I almost 
I'm almost, yeah, four months. And it like, I feel like my body just looks a bit like I've eaten a big lunch or, you know, I haven't been working out lately or something. So it was so interesting going into that experience because there was this part of me that's like, is it really in there? Like, is there really something in there? And yeah, it was very cool to see it pop up on the screen and be like, oh my goodness, there is a tiny little human in there. I didn't just eat too much (laughs) and have a really long hangover. I'm just getting fat. (laughs) But like, what if you went in and there was no baby? Seriously, there was (laughs) thoughts in my mind. Like, what if, what if this is all? And I was like, no, you haven't had your period. Like, you've had morning sickness. Like, but it's so weird to conceptualize it. Like, and I mean, what a gift that we can have these scans and see it. I talked to my mum and she was, because we had the scan pretty late. I guess we were trying to decide whether we were going to do it here in Austin when we got back and or whether we wanted to do it in Colorado and we made that call to just get one done and kind of like to try to find out the sex and things like that. But I spoke to my mum and she's like, well, I didn't do the scans with you and your sister because they were brand new then. And my doctor was like, oh, don't worry about that newfangled technology. You don't need that. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like in, I guess, 39 years ago, that was, you know, not something that everybody did. Um, We were a little later than usual on getting the scan. And I just wanted to share how beautiful the experience has been for me to spend 12 weeks with my body and with my baby without medical input. Um, Mm. That's just been really important for me to just be with it. And I'm not suggesting that other people do that or don't, you know, everybody on their own journey, but I did want to share my experience because it's just been, I'm so grateful. And I, my experience when we did get the scan, there were just a couple of kind of directives and things that the doctor said that were all very well meaning, but it showed me that if I wasn't as in touch with my body and my own intuition and my own connection with this experience, it would be easy to get carried away and hand over responsibility, hand over like the have the feeling that, well, the doctors know best, so I'll mm. just... And being super influenced just, by it. Yeah, completely influenced and putting my trust there. And what I want is a cohesive, collaborative relationship, which I know I'm going to have because for me I've taken the right amount of time. And that, as I said, that's an individual journey, but I did want to share that because mm. it's, it's been important to me. Beautiful. I think a lot of people are disconnected from that. So really coming back in tune with your body mm-hmm. and what's what's happening. I mean, it is a magical, magical, divine experience. But it's really cool to be able to see the baby, the little baby on the screen. And it was like moving around. It's got fingers and toes. And I know. It's like a fully grown, and- fully formed <laughs> alien that's there with arms and everything. And How did we you saw- feel seeing it? Yeah, it was definitely a similar experience. I mean, it made it a lot more real, um, and it was it was really magical, you know, really connecting with the energy of, you know, the child that we created and knowing that it was mine, and it was it was a bit emotional, um, seeing its actual heartbeat, seeing it's, it's got a big brain, which is good, <laughs> um, you know, just hoping that it's. Uh, you know, it looked it looked super healthy. Everything like looked really well, and everything was was good. So, yeah, it was nice to like. It was kind of like a refreshing. Like, okay, we're on track. Baby's growing how it's supposed to. I didn't think it'd be so fully formed at yeah. so, so early. You know, it's like it kind of like is there and then it grows. Yeah, like it's still really small because it was only the size of like I don't know a lime or something. But it has like a head and arms and legs and joints that move and fingers and toes and. 
its little toenails and fingernails are already like there, and that's that's amazing. Being human, so strange. Yeah, and then we went on a four-day rafting trip right after the scan, <laughs> which yeah. I must admit, halfway through, I was like. Wow, like I'm really feeling the fact that I'm pregnant out here in nature. And it was so amazing to be out there. Like what a phenomenal trip. Um, but, yeah, there were some moments where I was like, oh, I wish I could click my fingers and be in my lounge room right now. <laughs> yeah, there was another guy that his on the trip, his wife was pregnant, I think, just a few more weeks, a few weeks more pregnant than you are. And he was like, you're pregnant and you're out here? He's like, I'm going to tell my wife. She's going to be like, holy crap. What a rock star. And you are. You're so mentally tough and <laughs> adventurous and amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that stuff. And it's almost like we've done a 30-mile, two-night hike since I've been pregnant. Actually, I think I was pregnant on that first overnight hike, but we didn't know that then, right? Was I pregnant? Yeah, you, I was. You were pregnant all up in Colorado because oh yeah, we, we got pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> True. So I've, we've done a lot of adventurous stuff this summer while being pregnant. and We actually found out after getting the scan because my nephew my sister's boy was born um we sent the scan to my mom and it said on the scan 12 weeks four days and she was holding baby gus in her arms and she's like oh my god baby gus is 12 weeks four days and so we were able to track back we conceived the day baby gus was born exactly so cool wow life is born in and then life is created spark of the divine kind of do they even know how that happens like like they, they they scientifically know like when like life is sparked i think that's still up for debate right uh life being like the know. soul or life being that's what i'm saying I mean, they know when the sperm goes into the egg right and i guess we still don't even know what consciousness is yeah so i think that's really interesting because well, you have mentioned to me that you remember the moment that we conceived. You remember. I don't actually, but you think Yeah, you we remember. were doing doggy style. <laughs> and <laughs> No, uh, we, I think we were, but um, it, was a, it was like this weird, like something. It was a really magical, like orgasm, obviously, like, and it was, it was really good, but you know, I think because we, we were checking your flow app, right? Yeah. And so that's how we were kind of our birth control was very obviously didn't work too well. <laughs> don't use our method. Yeah, don't use our <laughs> method if you're trying not to get pregnant. Um, but, yeah, there was this like I, I kind of knew like in the back of my mind, I was like, I think like something just happened. Like I feel like. You might be pregnant. And, I, and then the next time we had sex the following day, I remember being like, hey, what's your flow app say? And you're like, oh, it's actually today or tomorrow. Good call. Don't come inside me. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then obviously the damage is done and there's, I don't know how that, all that works, but now we're pregnant. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, I was thinking I don't remember that moment. I mean, we have very tantric sexual connection and I often have like very opening orgasms and stuff, but, and I did always kind of imagine that maybe I would feel that divine moment that you, sounds like you felt, but I feel that I felt the moment our baby's soul came into me. So just to circle back to the question you were asking about when is life formed, like what is life, I suppose, like it feels to me like 
okay, at a like biological level, I was pregnant and the portal was opened. But it feels to me, based on the experience I had when we were in ceremony drinking ayahuasca, I've drank ayahuasca. Our baby's already drank ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. But it feels to Pre-woke me. Pre woke baby. <laughs> it feels to me that's when the soul came in. Um, so, do you want to talk about that story in detail? Yeah, okay. <laughs> because it's pretty beautiful. It's pretty amazing. You're beautiful. I love you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall I go back to the very start, to the first moment I met her? Y- yeah. Yeah, let's start start from the beginning. That was before, like, while we started dating, right? Yeah, so it, we started dating in early March or mid-March or something, whenever the pandemic started. Um, so it was the end of April. I did three grams of golden teacher mushroom, which I had never done a dose that high before. Um, but golden teacher is like a really gentle kind of experience. So it was a really beautiful ceremony. And at one point in the ceremony... I was like by a river, which felt actually like the river in Keystone near our house. And it was like sunny and kind of like all the wildflowers were out. And this little girl who was about six or seven years old was with me. And she kind of like, was we were sitting and she was sitting across from me and she put her hands on my face and she was like, I'm your daughter, I want you to be my mother. And it was so beautiful, but it was a lot when I, you know, after I, pro- it was it was pretty simple. Like, I think we just spent some time there energetically, I feel, like getting to know each other. We didn't have a lot more words than that, but it was really beautiful. And she was definitely very much telling me, like, I want to be your mother. I, I want you to be my mother, sorry, and I'm your daughter, and I'm coming when you're ready and all of that. <laughs> and I told you about it after ceremony that night, and it, it didn't feel specifically like it was related to you and I, which is why I felt very comfortable just talking about it. Um, Cause like I'd only been dating for a few months but I was like, wow, this experience just happened. But the one thing that I didn't tell you at the time that I just sort of held for myself was that she had your eyes and your cheeks, like very like that smile that you're giving me right now. Like she had that. And she had this kind of... I'm glad he didn't tell me. It might have freaked me yeah. out a little bit. <laughs> it was kind of freaking me out, but I was like... I mean, it was just a beautiful experience. And mm. I didn't place, like, a ton of meaning on any of it from, like, a timeline perspective or anything. It was just like, wow, like, this is really beautiful. And I've had several psychics over the last couple of years tell me there is a soul that wants to come and will come if and when you're ready. And so... I guess my mind was like partially open to it. And then here I was meeting her and I was like, wow, this is like, feels like the step in this journey that I've been on for several years about maybe or maybe not having a child. And so that was, it was really beautiful. And I shared it with you and I just really felt it was a very personal experience for me moving, you know, toward being more open to having children. And a lot of that has come from like healing my own, belief system around um, like deeper level beliefs that I wasn't worthy of having a family or that I wasn't good enough for family and that I didn't deserve it. And so I'd built all these protectors about being independent and all of that, which I can talk about in more detail another time. Um, But it felt like a very healing experience. And then a couple of times after that, I met her in meditation or when I was out walking. I remember one day when I was going for a run 
Um, so it was really beautiful. I was getting to know her over the next couple of months, but not, not even as, as deep a level as in that ceremony. And then I do remember in May, um, my period was late and I remember going for a run and I was thinking about it on my run. It was Saturday morning and I was like, Hmm, my period's late. Uh, I wonder if I should mention anything to Joe or not. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm never like bang on time anyway. If I don't have it by Monday, I'll go and get a test. And I didn't think I would be pregnant because, you know, we'd been pretty safe and stuff, but I was wondering. And I walked back in the door and you were like, you came outside, I was stretching or something, and you were like, so your period's late, isn't it? (laughs) It (laughs) So funny because I was thinking I'd talk to you about it in a couple of days if it still hadn't come. But anyway, we talked about it a bit that day and we both agreed on the same thing, that we would do the test on Monday if you know, give it the weekend and, and see what happens. We weren't super worried. Um, but I remember like as the next 24 hours progressed, like I think it became more real in both of our minds. And then I woke up the next morning and I got my period. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. Got my period. It was, it's all good. And we both talked about that and like somewhat sense of relief. But I think we both were like, yeah, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. And that was just a really nice, once again, another experience where it's like, oh, okay, like I didn't expect myself to feel so okay with had it happened. And you, I remember, were quite surrendered. You were like, I'll just trust the universe. And if that's what had have happened, then that we would have figured our way through it. And I was felt really grateful to be with a partner who would approach something like that so well, especially once again, we hadn't been dating for that long. And I think as a woman, you know, the experience for us, like if we, the baby's inside us, <laughs> we can't walk You're away doing all from the work. it. Yeah, we can't do anything. So I do think um, there can be like a little bit of fear if something unexpected happened of like how your partner would react or, you know, what that might be like. And for me, it brought up like just things about wonder what he would, how he would respond and what might happen and what, yeah, anyway, but you responded uh, so beautifully. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of surprised how well I responded as yes. well because that's the first time I've ever had a real actual pregnancy scare. Me too. And um, and it was it was very, yeah, it was very surprising to me that how comfortable I was with the idea. And um, I'll let you get more into the story, but circle back to like why that was an amazing like how that process kind of helped get us ready for this journey that we're on now but yeah like I think that is it really does feel like it's been this step-by-step divinely guided journey yeah getting us both ready because we're both not it was never a plan for us to be parents especially together right away I mean this has happened all so fast and we were both you know very you know, I think a lot of people's lives have changed drastically in this pandemic and ours has in some pretty profound, incredible, beautiful, positive ways, but it's happening fast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so continue on. Yeah. So I was the same. I, it was, you know, there was this seed of disappointment when I wasn't pregnant and it wasn't large because I thought, no, it's probably better than I'm not. But I was super surprised that there was even a percent of me that was disappointed because I feel had that happened any time previously in my life, I just would not have been ready and I would have rejected the whole notion. Um, 
so anyway, that was my, got my period, every, life went back to normal. Um, and then June, I got my period. <laughs> Hold on, life went back to normal. <laughs> well, in terms of. Uh, we went back to being quarantined yeah. together. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Normal. I just thought that was funny. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's not, what is normal? Exactly. What okay. is reality? <laughs> the whole pregnancy thing went away. We, we got back to our our normal being at that moment, our normal way of being at that moment. And then June, I got my period as normal. And then mid, so we had left early June, sorry, early July, I guess, to head up to Colorado to sit in ceremony, in ayahuasca ceremony with some friends. And my period was due that weekend while we were in ceremony. And it's often, I think, always messed with my cycle. So I didn't, and it was literally due, I think, either the first or second day that we drank. So it was due the day that, one of the days that we drank. So I knew that there was a really high chance that it would get messed up. And so I didn't get my period. And I remember after ayahuasca thinking, even saying to you like, yeah, it'll probably come in like a week or two or who knows. Like I really wasn't concerned about it at all. But the, the uh, climax of the story is coming. <laughs> My second ayahuasca ceremony was really intense and really deep. And this is what I was referring to earlier where I feel like the moment when... So I, I was already pregnant, it turns out, um, when, we, when we went to ceremony. And this, I feel like during ceremony was when her soul... And I'm saying her and we don't know the sex yet, but the soul that I have been meeting feels female or certainly has strong divine feminine energy. I don't know how that translates once they come into the human world and we'll find that out maybe today. Yeah, probably in a <laughs> <Hopefully>. few hours. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so what happened to me was um, I was very uncomfortable both nights physically in ceremony and the second night I was having a lot of discomfort in my body. It was very just not pleasant to be in like physically in the medicine space. Um, there was a whole lot of stuff that happened around the plants showing me their energy and that was going on for a while. And then at some point in the ceremony, the spirit of ayahuasca started challenging me. <clears throat> and the question that was being posed to me was, they, she showed me my daughter. I wasn't interacting with my daughter in this moment, but she showed me her. And she was like, she's here and she wants to come to you. And Ayahuasca said to me, but you have to die for her to come. And it felt very literal and it was scary as fuck. And I, it was horrible. It was a horrible few hours of, or I don't know what time is when you're in ceremony. It felt like a few hours of negotiating, pleading, begging, planning, strategizing, trying to come up with these other ways that my daughter could come and I could still live. And ayahuasca was just so adamant. And what it felt like to me that I was being proposed, even though there were no visuals or words around it, but the way that I was interpreting it was like, you're going to die in childbirth or something. Like, it's just going to be like, you can't, like, you have to die for her to come. And I was just like, no, but my daughter's spirit was there and obviously I've been getting to know her. 
that after hours of trying everything I could and just consistently being met with, no, 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 this is the only way, I just surrendered. And I was like, well, she has to come. I know that. I know her soul. I know her spirit. I know that she's here to do big things. I don't know what they are. I don't know whether it's just her being is going to hold the grid for many or whether she's going to like actually do some amazing like thing that we can pin and talk about. I don't know what it looks like, but I know that she's a powerful soul and she has to come. And far out, like what a point of surrender that was. It was just like, wow. And the amount of love that I felt for this soul and the amount of like divinity I could feel that I was willing to give my life for her to come was just a really profound moment and for someone who's always had somewhat like a fear of death and at different times in my life that's been quite paralyzing you know this was huge for me to actually face and accept my own death the whole ceremony changed after that and I went into all this other plant medicine space and I went into this divine feminine energy and then at the end of the ceremony um, we all came together uh, and I came over to you and I sat with you and I just wanted to be with you at that point because I was pretty shaken up by everything that had gone down in my ceremony and at that point um, the medicine space was less I wasn't feeling like as in it but I was still quite connected to different things and our daughter came then and she showed me and told me that she absolutely needs to come to you and to me she needs us to be her parents um, that she's she is a powerful experienced soul who's been around you know for a long time she's here to do some deep work and you know, doesn't want to have a super difficult childhood necessarily um, trying to integrate from being a soul into a human. Yeah, trying to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> it could take so many years just to get to this point, yeah. you know, trying to heal all the trauma that shows up in this physical plane. Yeah, so it's not to say, I mean, she'll have her path and I'm sure her experiences, but what it felt like to me was like, I need some parents that are connected and understand this stuff because it's probably going to be a little bit hard for me to be a kid because I'm not necessarily going to understand like other kids and other things like it's going to, you know, so she wants to be supported in that journey. And it just, it felt beautiful. I also tapped into some past life stuff with you and I and with her. And it was all very, very beautiful at that point and very loving and very, you know, this whole, you know, uh, idea and that we have to be her parents and everything. It was just, it was so beautiful and so profound and it was that was the end of ceremony we went to sleep and I didn't really I don't think I talked to you about it at all I didn't tell you about any of that stuff because it was a lot two days later I think yeah I didn't tell anyone we actually did a sharing circle after ceremony and I shared some stuff about the connection I had made with the plants and with nature because I just was not ready in any way to give voice to what I'd gone through and this fear and knowing that I had given my life and the next day we were in a workshop and um, I sat down with, um, I think there was four or five of our really close girlfriends and I just got really emotional and I was like, had tears coming in my eyes and I was like, girls, I, can I just tell you what happened last night? Because I'm really struggling to process this. 
And of course they were like, yes, tell us. And I went through the whole thing and I was just heaving and sobbing and crying and it was hard for me to get it out. But as I was getting it out and they were helping me process and integrate what had come up, it became more clear and more apparent that it's more of a metaphorical death. And ayahuasca was really challenging me to say, you've carried this story that you're not going to have children, that you're not going to be part of family, that you're not, you know, worthy of this, but also that you're rejecting it and that you're independent and you don't need all of that for a very long time. And you've also known that this soul maybe wants to come for a little while now and she's not coming in unless you are really ready to give up your life and your ways of being um, and transition to from maiden to mother, I suppose. And so that became apparent that that was actually what was happening in ceremony and that gave me a lot more peace. Um, and I do feel surrendered to whatever does happen, but it really does feel as though, I mean, it's a big, no matter which way you look at it, I think you it's a big change in someone's life when when they bring a child into the world, like life is going to be different. So that's what really felt as though um, for me, she didn't come in her soul until I was really ready to say, yep, I'm 100% here for for this experience. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. It's really cool. It's really beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. And I didn't know how to tell you because once again, I was like, still, we've only been dating for six months at that time or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. And I still had no time frame on any of it. So I didn't know I was pregnant, even though I was. Um, yeah, during yeah. this whole time, you didn't know you were actually physically pregnant. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like we talked about earlier, it was beautiful the way this, we were able to kind of digest this journey. And it was like slowly came up into our awareness. You know, we had the pregnancy scare you had met her in a mushroom ceremony months before, maybe a month before, and you shared it with me. So it was like kind of in our awareness and it was yeah. something we were talking about. So I think for me personally, that eased, it gave me time to process. It wasn't like, oh, we're pregnant, we're gonna be parents, like, let's go. Like, I don't know if that would have been good for either of us to handle it that way because both of us have a lot of resistance to that for our own personal reasons. And for it to happen that way, and then you were brave enough to share it with me, which while you were sharing it with me, it was, you know, because we had that experience of the pregnancy scare and we, I had time to process, like, what, what would have happened if she was pregnant? I'm like, oh, I think it would be pretty cool to be a dad. Like, I've always, I know I'd be a great dad. I think it'd be a really amazing experience. And it's an experience I've always wanted to have. I just know how much energy it would take. So it, like, it's one thing I was never rushing into. And for your courage to tell me that experience, um, I think you were worried about, you know, how I was going to take it too. Yeah, and just not wanting to like, you know, put all this pressure on us because still at that time I was like, I don't know if this is, I mean, I did know it was about us kind of because she had told me, but once again, like. And she had my cheeks. Yeah, she did in your eyes. <laughs> But yeah, there's just all these stories that I guess I was thinking that like, I don't want to be this girl who comes along and gets pregnant and yeah. just like, I don't know, traps the partner or these stories. There's that, a lot of stories that yeah. are involved in it. And exactly. when you shared it with me, it was like, and I felt very, you know, very light in my body, very good about it, very excited. And, and you sharing that story even now 
it makes me feel so makes it feel like so much bigger than me and us mm-hmm. right this this soul this this energy this essence asked us and just you know for us to be her parents chose like us. that's chose us mm-hmm. yes and that's like what an honor like you sharing that with me i was like wow like i feel so honored like i would be honored to be your father mm-hmm. and um you know, then we actually went back to your place in Colorado and talk about the story about finally figuring oh, yeah, out. yeah, because we didn't know still. We still didn't think you were pregnant, yeah. right? You're like, okay, now it's getting real. Yeah. You know, she was there in the ceremony, but you didn't know you were actually physically pregnant yet. Yeah. So I just was thinking about when I told you, though. We, we I didn't tell you until we left retreat. I remember we got on that really bumpy road yeah, and we realized it was going to take like two hours to get off this like country dirt road. And I was like, well... This will be something to pass the time. <laughs> <laughs> Another 15 miles. It's going to take us two hours. Okay, I'll, I'll tell, tell you. <laughs> I'll tell him all about my ceremony now. Anyway, it was cool. And I remember you saying to me, um, I think like I, we talked about it and then we maybe sat in silence for a while or I can't remember what we did. We might have talked about something else and then we got to a gas station about an hour or two later and you, you said to me, whoa, I literally feel like I became a dad. Like you mm. had this shift in your being that had happened from that conversation do you remember that yeah like uh, yeah i felt like this fatherly energy like i felt like i was maturing like my yeah it's like hard to explain but i just felt like whoa and i think it was because i was seeing myself as like could i be a dad and maybe there is this you know crossing crossing this certain kind of threshold you know to become a parent and I was just thinking about that and digesting it. And like my, I could feel my essence and my energy kind of growing up almost um, is the only way I can really explain it. But I still didn't know that yeah. you were actually pregnant. That's so cool. Yeah, so, okay, all this happened. We don't know we're pregnant. We go to Colorado. And I remember sitting when we were camping, actually. We camped with a couple of friends at Twin Lakes um, the night after ceremony. And we actually all sat around and had a conversation about um, the fact that we don't, we wouldn't need to use protection because I would have already ovulated because we were all talking openly about the fact that my period had been missed. And I was like, well, I would have already ovulated, right? So we can just use no protection until whenever my period comes. And we all agreed as a group that that would be just fine. <laughs> so that was the, that was the part. Don't we trust your spiritual friends on <laughs> conception. Well, we were already we were already pregnant, so uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So we we'd been up in Colorado for about two weeks after that ceremony, and I woke up one morning, and I had a message from one of my girlfriends in Australia, and it was like six a.m. and it said, "I'll call me as soon as you can." And immediately I was like, "Oh shit! I hope nothing bad has happened." And then I was like, "No." She usually would tell me in a message if something bad had happened. She would tell me the thing and then say, can you call me? And I was like, oh, it must be something good. And I was like, I wonder what it is. And as I was walking downstairs, I was like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. I know it. And I called her and she was. And I was like, oh, that's so wild. That's so exciting. She actually also met her, like, absolute love of her life right before quarantine as well. And they've only been together, like, a month or two longer than us. And they're just so happy. And, you know, she's just having a really beautiful experience as well. So... I was just so happy for her, and I was like, that's cool. And then that morning I started thinking, oh, it's been now two, my period's now two weeks late. I'm not overthinking it because I drank ayahuasca, but, like, when is it going to come? And then I went to the grocery store, and I also, I didn't want to go through, like, we're so busy with work right now. I was like, I don't want to go through, like, 
this like week of having it on my mind and it had started being on my mind that morning. I was like, eh, this is really frustrating. Like how long am I going to have to wait to find out? And then I was at the grocery store and I had the shopping basket on my arm and this old man walks up to me and he goes, oh, I know a mother when I see one. (laughs) I was like, what? And he was like, the way you're carrying that shopping basket. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just walked away and I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening in the world today? And so I went and just bought a pregnancy test. I was like, I do not want to be thinking about this for another week or whatever it's going to take. I'm just going to do the test and that way we can put it out of our mind. Um, Based on the experience we'd had in May where we kind of went for that 24 hours, like wondering, I was like, yeah, it's not worth it. We'll just get the test. So I marched back into the house, pull the pregnancy test out of the bag. And I'm like, look, don't freak out or anything. I know we're not pregnant. I just like all these things happen. And I just don't don't want us to have to stress about it or worry about it. So I'm just get the test. And And I was like a million miles an hour, march into the bathroom, pee on the stick. And there's a cross. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I come out and I'm like, hmm. Hold it up. I'm like, it's, I think we're pregnant. And then I was like, did you do it right? <clears throat> yeah. And then we saw that the... the small print. You got to have the... Yeah. Then Joe pulled the out control. the actual instructions. Yeah. And actually read how to do it. She just and- peed on it all upside down. <laughs> and there's like the control thing has to light up and that didn't light up. Yeah. So we're like, maybe it's okay. you're not. Probably not. Let's just, do the Sarah, thing. how about you do it properly this time? Yeah. The instructions. So there was a little bit of hope. We're like, we're not afraid and I waited for like an hour until I needed to pee again. I literally peed in a glass because I was like, I'm going to do this properly. And then I like gingerly, like slowly, steadily dipped it in, made sure I did it all perfect. And then there was another cross. cross. (laughs) And this time the control window was all good to go. And we were pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, it was quite the moment. It was like, it was... I think we still went through a couple of days of like, oh shit. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Like we, like I felt in that moment, wanting to be very supportive of you. Um, I think I had like obviously it's it's a it's huge news, right? So it's like takes a wild process. I'm probably still processing because there's moments, and I think maybe that's why the universe gives you nine months before (laughs) you actually give birth because it's just a lot of processing because it is such a shift in. And it's a, like a universe paradigm perception perspective shift in reality and like everything changes right so i felt very supportive like wanting to support you and then you know receiving how excited you actually were about being pregnant really started making me feel excited because i think the first initial thought for me was like worried about like is this something you want yeah. Right. And if like you were like, oh, I don't know, you know, I think you might have been the same way. Like, it's something you want. Totally. <laughs> and so we we're both like, uh, like, this is cool. Like, we can do this. Yeah. Like, this is, and then, you know, obviously through the whole experience of the soul, like presenting herself to us and asking us to be your parents, like, we we're like, yeah, this is so much bigger than us. Yeah. Like, let's do this thing. Uh, ended up going on a very long walk uh, <laughs> to process, you know, just, you know, just the news. And, you know, I still think I'm, you know, sorting through some stuff, but it's, it's, it is, I've become so surrendered to the universe and the journey and the plan, mm-hmm. um, that, and it feels so much bigger than me that it's not, there's nothing, you know, nothing to do except enjoy it and be excited. Um, I'm really, really excited about going on this journey with you and it's been amazing so far. I'm glad you're through the 
first trimester of hangover. Yeah, that was pretty tough. I was like, nothing I could do. Like, how do I support you in this? You were amazing. You were always amazing. No, and I think, um, you know, I'm sure actually becoming parents will have things we need to process. Like, I think that never ends. The dynamic in our lives is always shifting. And, you know, I, I think the process of being pregnant is like shifting my relationship with my body. Like mm. there's, and it's shifting my relationship with, with you even like we created this thing and we're starting a family together. Like that's a dynamic that's shifting. Like there's just so much that's constantly evolving in life always. And I think it's important to make space for those like allowing ourselves to process and move through as we, as our energy like shifts into that new way of being or whatever, like that's part of the process as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're constantly growing, constantly shifting. We're, you know, we're new people every day of our lives, right? Every situation we show up in, the people around, we just, we're different. We're constantly in motion. Everything yeah. is impermanent. And I think, you know, being a parent is going to bring with it new challenges and new opportunities for growth that, you know, can't really be had in any other really experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've learned a lot over my life. I've grown a lot. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, not only the challenge, but the growth that's going to come from this experience and the love. I mean, I'm... I'm at an age now where like a lot of my friends, I know you are too, a lot of our friends are having kids and have had kids and have, you know, all different age children. And, um, you know, they always say like, you don't know until you like have one, like just the love, like it's just something that's incomprehensible. And Mm -hmm. so to to do that and have that experience, um, I think it's going to be very beautiful. And, you know, to do it with such an amazing woman who is so aware and self-aware and you know does takes ownership and does the work and you know i know you're going to be a great mom and this whole experience of bringing this awareness and consciousness into the whole process of of birth and creating you know ceremony and i know we'll talk more about this in the episodes to come on on how we plan on giving birth we're still trying to figure it out but we're doing a lot of research right now on on the process and it's such a natural thing that we've been doing since the beginning of man. And like, it's only very recently that it's become so tainted by fear mm-hmm. and the medical system. And so we're excited to share that journey for people to, you know, hopefully inspire others to really, you know, look at this as such a sacred, beautiful opening of a portal mm-hmm. from another dimension into this reality. Yeah, I mean, this morning I was lying in bed having a tea, my favorite thing to do, uh, and reading, and I really felt like, I want to give birth in our garden. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's going to be what we decide, but, like, yeah, just honoring this process and honoring this, treating the birth as a ceremony, because it will be, and doing it in a place and in an environment that feels most expansive. Mm. Thanks for sharing all that story. Pleasure. It's beautiful. <laughs> I know it's going to be very impactful for a lot of people. And we're going to continue. We're going to about to go to uh, my, my mom's house, my parents' house. Uh, my, my sister 
got really excited about wanting to give us a gender reveal party, which, so me and Sarah are really like not about any of this kind of stuff. Like we're just very like, you know, disconnected from the, like the societal norms, I guess. We're just like very like, it's, it's just, we're just, it doesn't really matter. We're just like, whatever. And I didn't, and I have a lot of resistance to like a lot of the, the, the normal mainstream stuff anyways. But when my sister reached out, she's like, I want to do a gender reveal party. And, you know, especially after going through this whole um, ceremony that you went through and, and seeing this feminine energy that wanted to come in. Right. So we're like, oh, we think it's a girl. Like we almost know. Like mm-hmm. we're so like sure it's a girl. And, you know, my sister's like, I want to do a gender reveal party. And, and I, I was like, oh, my gosh, like that's so nice. Yeah. And like it really made me feel so happy. happy. She was. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I would love for you to do that for us. That's awesome. But I know it's a girl. <laughs> I didn't tell her. <laughs> but then we both think it's a girl. But then it's funny because we went and got the scan. And we're like, hey, and since you're kind of further along than most first scans anyway, we're like, Can you, would you be able to tell? And the doctor's like, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's probably too early. And then she was doing the ultrasound. ultrasound and um, she's like, I don't know. I think I might see something there. And then, like, she kind of went over it real quick. And I was like, wait, it did look like something. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what is it? And then. I couldn't really tell, but it really did look like a penis. And so I don't... It could be a boy. It could be a boy. And it changed the whole game. So now we're actually going into this gender reveal, like, really... We actually don't know. We don't know. Like, really fascinated. And um, so, you know, the next episode, you guys will will know. We'll announce it to everybody. And uh, it should be should be an amazing time. I'm really excited for my sister to put that together. I wonder what she's, she's come up with. Um, we're going to do a Zoom call with all of our friends and family. We're going to send them a link. And My family in Australia are going to join us. Family, familia in Australia. Uh, what a time to be alive where so we cool. can share this experience with everybody and, and share the love. And um, yeah, until next time, I really appreciate you sharing your story. Sarah, I love you so much. I love you too. I'm excited to see you be a dad. Well, we're really excited about bringing all of you on this journey. And we appreciate you listening um, this season is going to be great. We're going to continue talking about the journey through pregnancy. Uh, we got a lot of cool adventures ahead. We're going to dive more into both of our businesses. Uh, we're both entrepreneurs. For those of you that don't uh, know us that well, we'll dive into what we're working on, which is pretty exciting, especially Sarah. She's a rock star. Amazing. I learned so much from her and she inspires me every day. And she's doing some really big things. And we'll probably do a whole episode just on that. Um, But yeah, until then, keep on listening. Yeah, love you all. 